Okay, now we're ready. Oh, yeah. Oh, mama. Beer um, makes your blood flow better. Absolutely. And it passes oxygen to your muscles yes. that you need it more as you work out. So I believe beer is a form of chi. So it's actually a, a good martial art technique to get really drunk. Yes. And... most of the time when you're drunk when you're drunk so hey everybody <laughs> take that as a lesson what is up everybody so our first podcast in uh, what six months and quite some time quite yes. some time we were on a hiatus and Get we it? had a hiatus hiatus that's kind of a stretch well that's right everybody that's can okay. use some stretching that's true um so I hope everybody enjoyed the interviews. We had some, I, I think, some amazing people that we talked They were stellar, Dan. Those was, interviews were so unbelievably stellar yeah. that even Diane, what's her name, the famous girl from TV uh-huh. who does interviews, she I, Dan, would be... Don't, Diane Sawyer? Whatever. Okay. That's not it. That's Diane not it. Somebody, Diane Sawyer. Who is it? Who's the lady? Those Di- the oh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Diane Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're talking about Barbara Walters. Thank you. Diane Barbara Walters. Whatever. <laughs> yes, she would even be jealous. So uh, I think that um, really, since we haven't done this in so long, we've had sort of a lot happening with us that uh, we can fill people in on. School diary. <laughs> school diary. I like that. The school is no more. We are not uh, teaching classes anymore. Uh, it's it's there, but it's yeah. not what it used to be. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if I'm popping the mic. She ain't what she used to be. I think you're fine. Don't okay. worry about it. Don't worry about the popping or the hissing. Yeah, that's true. Or the sound of Fuck your annoying em. voice. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm not going to worry about swearing either. <sighs> well, there goes the clean tag. Yep. <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, pretty much what we what happened was is we realized that without without a lot of effort in marketing and a lot of other areas that it really wasn't going to be successful. And so we could either do it, if, if we did it halfway, we may as well not do it at all. And I don't think either of us were ready for a full 100% commitment to making it work and making it happen and making it good. Right. Um, well, and there were extraneous circumstances to the whole thing. I mean, that that's a pretty black and white explanation of, of yeah. how we came to our decision. That's that's a part of it. But yeah. Well, and I think that it's sort of a good lesson for people, too, is that if, if they are planning on doing it, then, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot like a lot of other things in life. Unless you're ready to really commit to it and do it 100%, then you may want to reconsider or put off your decision until you have time to make that kind of commitment. Right. You know, because I knew that for me... I had plans of like making flyers and things like that, and maybe posters that I could put around um, uh, 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 
the community posting boards at Meyer and stuff like that, the right. the grocery stores and you know, just all those kinds of things that I just didn't have time to do and uh, just busy with other things in life. So, yep, you know. And, you know, there are other things, too. I mean, even just the startup process, we had a couple of people. We had our... Yep. We actually got up to five students. Yeah, a regiment of students. And yeah. you'd get bad weather days, and just yep. one of them would show up, or two of them would show up. Yep. And that just made it a little rough. Yep. And with us not pushing it any further, eventually we sort of got burned on the whole idea. Yeah. Although we both still like the whole idea of teaching, so... Yeah, well... And we are still teaching. Yes. And I, d I think the other side of that thing is that... Um, with with Mike, our student Mike, um, number three. For number three. That's right. For, for those of you that are keeping score, um, <laughs> number three. Oh, we got a drink. Oh, we have to drink every time we say number three now, or what? Sure. Oh, you just said it again. Mm. Mm. -hmm. Mm. Ah. Um. I felt like I didn't necessarily want to lead him along the road of Sanyan Do, um, if if we weren't going to do it. In the next, you know, if, for example, if we decided to close the school in a year, I didn't want him to be a, that much further along when we decided to not do it anymore. Right. So I, we kind of decided that it would be good for him to be able to make the decision now of whether he wanted to go to another school or what it is that he wanted to do with his martial arts career. So in light of that, um, what the classes have now morphed into is sort of a, what Sterling termed as a jam session. Yes. And I think that's working out really well. <laughs> but I'm bumped. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually like it because that's the way I learned. I mean, those right. sessions like that is the way I learned. So we're basically, the last two sessions have been in my living room. Yep. And we've been going back to some of uh, my roots. I'm doing, you know, I'm teaching. work. Number three. Oh. Drink. Yep. How to do um, some arnis. So I'm going back to the old school stuff there. Um, and that's fun. I'm a little invigorated by that because mm -hmm. it's been a while since I've done some hard stick work. And we did some push hands, yep. which was a lot push of fun, hands. which we both have uh, a pretty significant history with. I know that it was two years for me and what? Two or three for you? Two, two and a half. Two, two and a half. Somewhere yeah. around there. So it's the kind of thing where, um, you know, when we were doing the Sanyan Do classes, I did not feel right about doing those things because they were not a part of Sanyando. And in my opinion, you know, you should practice the art when you're in class for the art. Right. And um, now we can kind of play with these things and we can get to experiment a little bit with. But we don't have to stuff. feel bad because we basically set the rule from the outset is we're going to show you a bunch of crazy different things. And what you keep, you keep. What you don't, you don't. There's no testing, there's no yeah. nothing like that. It's just. Yep. It's basically a, we're, we're going to bring stuff to the table that we think is cool, and we're going to work with that, and exactly. that's it. And that's it. And so there's really no expectations of, you know, learning a quote-unquote style or anything like that. And um, I think that, too, well, well, I see us as teaching Mike, uh, teaching number three. Don't. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> I don't necessarily see us as his teachers. Right, right. He's, you know, he's just—that's along for the ride. That's kind of the different mentality, right. I think. So, yeah, I don't um, think there should be. I mean, we don't hold any confusion about the fact that we're not running a school. Right. We're just working out. Yep. Entirely yep. different emphasis yep. on things. And, and I think actually, um, 
he seems to be enjoying it almost more. Oh, the stick work he loves. Yeah. I, in fact, I and we've talked about this before. I don't know anybody who, when you put a pair of sticks in their hand and show them just a couple of really simple yeah. things, that the light bulb just goes on right there while you're watching them. Yeah. It is really cool. Well, and I think it's a very visceral experience, too. I mean, you get the whack, whack, whack. It's yes. loud, and you, you have large motions only because the, you know, the basic stick work is is large motion stick work, yeah. you know? Um, so it, it is, it's just a lot of fun to do. And yeah. I was really surprised at how fast it came back for me. I thought for sure I was going to be a mess and all over the place, but... I, I kind of put you right, it, right, you came in. You did, and you're uh, like, uh, do you want to do the, du- the, the <laughs> triple? And I'm like, uh, let's start with the double first, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I, I think too, it's one of those things where... You know, it's just like riding a bike. It just takes a little bit to get started again. But yep. Other than that, so uh, you have been working on your PSP stuff. Yes, uh, I am now ranked two in Silapatemperan, and I'm working on my level three stuff. So I don't think anybody. I, I I think it's been long enough where you were not into the slot stuff, were you? I was, but just getting You're into just it. Just getting into just it. Just getting into it. So okay. anybody who's interested, combatsilat.net. Uh, yep. Sean Stark is uh, my teacher, uh, and he is out of Florida and does a distance learning program. And Very uh, good program. It's a really I good think. program. Yeah. The DVDs are really yeah. uh, well-defined, yep. um, and if you don't each level is not really i mean there's a lot you can do with it but the, the the level itself is very simple it's a very you know very distinct set of of you know maneuvers that we do you know strikes, right. whatever um and then the whole point of it is you will expand upon that on yourself through yeah. self-study and all that kind of stuff yep. although i'm gonna have to say we talked about this uh that if you're going to do a distance learning program or learn from dvds you need a core art first First right. of all, you need to be significantly yeah. highly ranked in it, so you have a basic understanding of what's going. The fundamentals. Just body mechanics, really. Yeah, body yeah. mechanics. Yeah. Um, with that kind of a base, it's much easier. Because I mean, if I didn't have the base that I had in the martial You'd arts, be, yeah, I'd be, be lost. Really I mean, just completely tough. lost. Yeah, completely. Yep. I mean, sure, it'd be cool, and I could mim- mimic some stuff, but I'm seeing things that there's no way I could see if I didn't right. have past exposure. Right. To some Small, of these things. subtle things that you wouldn't even look for probably right if you hadn't had previous experience yep well yeah so i just recently passed my rank two test yep and got my level three cd in their dvd in the mail and in fact i was going over it just before you got here it's awesome Ah. so yeah and at the uh our our jam session our weekly jam sessions it's kind of fun because um i get to like i you know like we've said before i get to learn a little bit of the slot and play with it and you know no one's teaching anyone anything because of course uh, at these jam sessions we do some wing chung as well and it's not like it's a formal learning process or it's more like we're practicing together and exactly. you need to practice some slot so we practice slot yep. together and i need to practice some wing chung so we it's practice the only wing time i get together. an actual body in front right. of me right now Right. Yeah, I'm still working on finding a training partner that can get together once a week here in Grand Rapids. Yeah, Rapid, that so. would be that would probably be awesome. It, it makes all the difference, yeah. as you've known since oh, we yeah. started. It, I mean, putting somebody in front of you makes a huge difference. And it's for anything you do. Yeah, you can do it to the air all day long, and you're awesome at it. And you stick a body in the yep. way, and all of a sudden you're an idiot. Yep. And we're still in plans for our uh, wooden dummy. Yes. So that uh, or PVC dummy, as the case may be. Right. I have all my PVC dummy parts down in the basement. 
ready to rock and roll as soon as I have an opportunity. Man. And a drill. A drill? I need a drill. You don't have a drill? I do, but not oh. a drill that can hone out a, uh, a circle bit. Oh, okay. i got to be able to hone out a, inch and a little over an inch and a half diameter hole right through the middle of the entire PVC pipe. Oh. For the arms. Well, you can do one from one side and one from the other side, right? I don't have a hole bit. Ah. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. You just need a big fatty spade bit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I just got a new drill. You did? Yep. What kind? 12-volt uh, DeWalt. Very nice. It's fucking sweet. And a new miter saw. 10-inch DeWalt miter saw. That's a saw, saw noise for those <laughs> those of you at home. That's very nice, Dan. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't know what you said, but it sounds really cool. It's awesome. Um, so I, uh, I am probably about, I figure, a month away from taking my blue belt test in uh, Wing Chun. And this has been... What is that? They're like... Third, fourth belt, third belt. It's let's see. It goes yellow, orange, green, blue. Okay. So I'm green going to blue, and uh, this has been a really tough one for me. Essentially, we have to do. We have a wooden dummy form that we do. That's seven sections, and we have to do the. So <laughs> when you get to green belt, you st- let's see. At green belt, you test on the first three sections of the wooden dummy. Okay. Right? So when you get to green belt, you have to learn the other four sections of the wooden dummy, and then you have to do the whole, all seven sections under a minute. Gotcha. And uh, I am at about a minute and 12 seconds right now. Wow. So you know, I'm I can't remember the last time I even really thought about, I mean, th- when you told me you were timed. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow, timed. That's very interesting. I mean, it makes sense for kind of well, the things that you do in your art. A lot and of that's the, stuff the is thing is, actually, I was talking to another guy there, and, and one of the things that he mentioned was, he said, well, the, the, the time isn't important. It's not, that, it's not that you do it in under a minute really matters. It's that what, um, what Sifu Chan wants to see is, more than anything else, you gain the most speed by sticking to the dummy. So if you make large movements, you're going to lose a lot of speed. Oh. And you really won't be able to do it in under a minute. So really what you have to do is you have to stick to the dummy more to be able to go faster. And it's not really about moving your hands faster. It's about moving your hands more efficiently. Right. So it's sort of like um, I, I kind of think I, I, th- I, had, I thought of an analogy the other day. And... Um, I was there was a period in my life where I was doing uh, a lot of kicking techniques and I had a heavy bag and I was working out all the time and I would do like 40 or 50 kicks like 40 or 50 round kicks front leg 40 or 50 ra- back leg and then switch switch sides right and really you know my first 30 kicks were just you know my regular kicks the last 10, I was tired, my muscles were tired, but I actually started to learn to relax my leg then. Sure. Because I was using a lot of muscle before then, and the only way I could get to the point where I didn't use muscle was when I didn't have any left. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it's kind of akin to, to that sort of development in that he forces you to do it fast so that you economize your motion because there's no other way 
to get that speed. And instead yep. of him saying, economize your motion, he lets you learn on your own that you have to do it that way. And I think that whole burning out, you burn yourself out, you know, and then do the things, you, you do learn a lot. Because yes, yes. a lot of people, and I'm still guilty to this day, yeah. of going at it so hard and furious that I'm missing the point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I find myself doing is raising my shoulders. My, sh I get, my shoulders get real hunched. Oh, yeah. Real high. I'm uh, guilty of that as well. Yeah. And so I find that the more tired I get and the more tired my shoulders get, the more I have to drop my shoulders. You start to droop. Yeah. And um, Wing Chun has, I think it's a it's an eight and a half foot or nine foot pole. And really, I, uh, the, I remember the first time I started messing with it, I thought this is the most bizarre weapon in the world for a Wing Chun artist because their stuff is all close. <laughs> but it's really meant, it's, it's, it's really heavy too. And you hold it on one end. Um, I used to hold the pole that big, huh, Dan? Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe eight foot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what was I saying? <laughs> Dan was distracted by the pole. Bastard. Number three. Mm. The pole was heavy. <sighs> and yeah. you're used to so working on the inside. One of the things that's really interesting about that is that it exaggerates all your motions. So when you strike going forward with the pole, most people have a tendency to, ha to make a little question mark with it. Right. And so you can see where when you strike with your fist and it you're you're really striking in a 5 or 6 inch range you don't you don't see that stuff and so now because your actual striking surface is 8 feet in front of you it it really accentuates that motion so you can identify that motion a lot more clearly yeah which is really cool actually i mean yeah. what i don't know I've, it's some an of the interesting you, idea some of the things that you say um sam points out to you yeah. guys yeah. and you think about it and go wow that's actually pretty cool yeah and i think that's also something you get from an art that's that right. old and has that, that has many, that much history to it has it. that much yeah that has that much yeah. history to it there yeah. are things like that and i like the fact that he actually knows what it's for i mean i wonder if right. there are wing chun schools out there I where they practice the pole can guarantee it because well, it's like a, a, a weapon. And I'm sure it right, can right, be, right, but, right. but is that the primary purpose? My my assumption, based on what you've told me, is that is the primary purpose, what it, you right. described it, there. It, it's an exercise tool, right? really. And uh, I've seen some movies and stuff where they use it as a weapon, but I think it's primarily an exercise tool. It's like the club, it's, it's like the club L's, right? That's how, what they're called? Yes, the, the club L's. Yes. Um, so, yeah... Um, uh, so that's where I'm at in my progress, and I've been, I've been really stumped on the wooden dummy and getting that under a minute. And you know, it's it's the old part of me that always moves to another art at this point when it starts getting hard. Um, but I know I'm going to stick this one out and just and make it happen because now it's just you know I've I've known the full form for probably three months. Right, and it's just practicing and practicing and practicing. That's practicing. funny that you say that because I, I'm, I'm just the opposite. I'll tend to oh. move on once when I feel like I'm not challenged. If I can just do it and do it and do it, and everything show me, and I can do it, and I don't feel like I'm really challenged by it, and I don't feel like I have to rack my brain to figure it right. out, I get bored, and I that's when I move on. Yeah. I feel like I plateau because I'm not challenged enough. Well, and I guess. Um, it's for me it's it's not learning anything that's shiny anymore 
right. I'm doing the same form over and over and over again, and I just have to keep going and keep going and keep going. And I, I felt pretty good about last time I did it because I was at 112, and I had a couple of these duh moments where I just stopped everything, and I'm like, uh, what's the next move? What's the next move? What's the next move? So I think it'll drill I, that out of you too. Yes, it will. And so I think if I if I can get those down and eliminate that and get some other sections a little bit faster, I'll be in it. So the testing is in January. Um, and I'm also going to talk to Chan about uh, being an assistant instructor. Because nice. I think they start that program at Blue Belt. Okay. I'm not sure, but that would mean it's interesting because he separates into a beginner and advanced class. Right. Which is awesome because as an advan- as an advanced student before like 3 or 4 months ago he didn't have that. And it was very hard as an advanced student to get any attention because the beginners needed so much help all the time. So are you an advanced student now? Yes, at Green what quali- Oh, Greenbelt. Green Greenbelt and above is advanced student and generally that's about a year. Okay. Um so, yeah, it was hard to get any attention. But, of course, now the issue is is that if I want to teach and get any experience doing that, I can't do that in the advanced class because I'm, I'm the lowest belt in the advanced right. class. <laughs> right. You're the rookie in the advanced class. Exactly. So I might start going to the beginner's class and start helping out and teaching and things like that. I think, I think he would definitely encourage that kind of behavior. I think... All teachers do. Well, we've said this before. You can never get enough of the basics anyway. And you really can't. And, and especially like, you know, the dummy form. It's it's basics. I'm working basics all the time. And really, when you look at the Wing Chun system, there's not a lot to it. There, right. There are not a lot of actual individual techniques comparatively. Right. Um, They're very focused. They have a focus. Yes. Yep. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot to be said for subtlety and <laughs> what, you, what you can do with it and how it works and all that jazz because, you know, it's it's one thing to, to learn a front snap kick, but it's one thing to perfect a front snap kick and right. do it just the right way every time. But, uh, yeah, it's just, I, I, I love it. Um, anybody interested? ChansKungFu.com. Um, really cool school. Does cool school. Uh, cool school. Judo. He does a little um, uh, Tai Chi, too, does he not? He does Judo, Tai Chi, Jiao Ga, or Jiao Gar. How is the Judo class going, by the way? I know that was the last time we talked about that. It had kind of just weird. started up. It's kind of weird, actually, because I think what's happening was is uh, he had a very senior student in Wing Chun. Um, who is actually now a relatively accomplished MMA fighter. He's doing really well in the local circuit anyway. There's a local circuit? There is. Really? Uh, he fought out in Muskegon not too long ago. Um, and it's not UFC. Right. It's the fights that you have to go through to get to the UFC kind of thing. Right. Um, but uh, so he knew that Chan knew uh, jiu-jitsu, uh, not jiu-jitsu, judo, and he wanted to learn some jiu-jitsu. Uh, God some judo judo so um he convinced chan to teach him judo but only if he would then turn around and teach it where did chan learn judo hell if i know i mean you know he's been he's 
55, I think, and he's been doing this since he was five. Okay. So I think he's just so he's cross trained. I mean, it seems oh, yeah. that he knows a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, so it's being taught by someone who's not quite, in my opinion, maybe qualified. But interesting. But so did Tom he get is also. Did um, this MMA fighter get involved in the MMA stuff after doing Wing Chun, or did he do a bunch of other stuff and then go to after Wing After doing Wing Chun. Really? After, yep. Yeah, he's like 28, and he has 10 years' experience. In Wing Chun? Yeah. So was that the driving factor? I'm just curious yeah. that, I mean, so did he even do any kind of grappling or anything? He just did Wing Chun and then went to those... F- Hello, wife. Hello, wife. Okay. My wife is visiting us before uh, leaving for the bar. Your hair looks nice. nice. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> Give my regards to the Brits. <laughs> um, so, so no, he, uh, he did the Wing Chun, and I think they started sparring and things like that. And um, they, they have always had a uh, San Sao fight team at Chan's. And so I think he got into the Sansao, and then from the Sansao got into the MMA stuff. Because Sansao is all, it's um, pretty much uh, everything but uh, ground fighting. Okay. So and so if you throw them or, they, or you hit the ground, you immediately stop and stand up. Yes. And really, the emphasis is on getting them to the ground, because you get big points or something like that for, for actually knocking them down. Knocking them down. Yeah. That's so interesting because Wing Chun is not at all about, I mean, I have once they're on the ground, I mean, where does your Wing Chun kick in once somebody's on the ground? I have, a question I don't think I've ever asked. Yeah, I've, had, I've heard some interesting things that actually they're, uh, uh, and I don't know if it's just different schools or different lineages, but they actually do teach some China techniques okay. with, with, along with Wing Chun. Um, I think the idea is is generally once someone is on the ground, um, you're either going to get away or you're going to jump on top of them and punch their face into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's You can't do that with Wing Chun. It's a very punching their face into the ground art. So ground and pound. Ground, ground and pound, definitely. Full mount, chain punches right to the face. I just find that interesting because it seems like nowadays... I mean, unless you have a pretty good background in wrestling, at least, along with your punching right, background, right. that you wouldn't really do as well. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but it seems well, like you've got to be super well-rounded. Yeah, and I do think that um, one of the reasons that he picked up the judo was so that he could get some more ground experience. Um, because, really, in Wing Chun, there are no takedown techniques. Right. Um, there are tripping techniques and things like that, but... At least from my experience, there aren't any official takedown techniques. Um, and <laughs> I don't know, it's, 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 it's a strange art in, in a lot of ways in that really you, you stand up and you beat the hell out of each other um, until somebody falls down unconscious. And that's, uh, it's very that's the plan. It's very Western for an Eastern art. It's very Western for an Eastern art. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so I think there are a lot of variations to that. Um, but uh, from what I have seen anyway, what, what we learn is very, very similar from, like I say, from the videos I've seen and things, is very similar to the Ip Man version. Okay. 
And Ip um, Man was Ip Man was um let's see. Ip Man was he kind of uh very much popularized Wing Chun all over the world. Uh he was Bruce Lee's teacher, which probably helped out a lot. Um but he was also he had two sons, Ip Ching and Ip Chan. Or Ip Ching and Ip Chun. Okay. And Sam Chan was Ip Chan's Ip Chun's Chun's instructor. Okay. So so I'm Wait, technically the other way around, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so I'm technically like fourth generation Ip Man. Nice. Yeah. Um, now, did the sons diverge much in the way they teach? No. But everyone other than the sons did. So there's a... Interesting. Yeah, there's a really weird battle for for supremacy in the Wing Chun world. There's one guy, I think his name is William Liang. Liang? I don't know. Chinese hard, man. <laughs> it's hard to be <laughs> speaking Chinese. Um, nice. <laughs> uh, like somebody claimed that they were the official student of Ip Man and that Ip Man only taught him things and, and, and like the secrets of the art and didn't teach the other people. And, you know, the, the two sons have kind of a weird lineage where they trained with him. The, like the vague references are they trained with him as children. And then Ip Man actually left the family for quite a while. And then they caught up to him later on and trained for six or seven years, and then he died. So did they miss the training in the middle, or they yeah, trained with so other Wing Chun artists I, in the middle? N- no, see, and that's kind of unknown. But on paper, it looks like they have about ten years of experience. Huh. Which is kind of like, okay, so they're my instructor's instructor, and you know, it goes back to what makes an art legitimate and all that stuff. Right. But and who knows how much of that is true. Rumor, right. I mean, whatever. it's just, uh, yeah. And, and I guess the way I see it at this point is that, uh, I, I more than trust the ability and knowledge of my instructor. Right. And that's really the important part. Yep. Um, because, you know, even, even Ip Man, he was not a magical being sent from heaven. <laughs> you know, he 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 carried on an art that he was taught, and he was probably a very good teacher and knew the art and was a great martial artist. But there's nothing in my mind that says that my instructor is neither less or more of a martial artist slash teacher as Ip Man was, right? Um, or even, you know. Wing Chung, one of the, ori- the the original female that learned the art. So So that's that's where I come down on that. And we've had a lot of discussions about what makes an art legitimate and it's really just it's fucking up in the air. It's it's really uh it's that age old question of, you know, what do you call a guy where do you call a paraplegic cane on the wall? Art. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure what that has to do with what we're talking about. But oh, well, you know, <laughs> what, if it's on the wall and somebody has an opinion that it's art, it's art. Ah, okay. There you go. It took me a minute there. Yeah, it comes around full circle. Plus, I just wanted to make a paraplegic joke. <laughs> in our never-ending pursuit. I hope I didn't offend number three. To offend everyone uh, in our yes. audience. Yes. All two of them. Hmm. 
Mm. Okay. Uh, That's enough about us. Um, what else we got? I think that we have... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have? We have... A couple... Books. A couple of books. To talk about. Yes. You had a book in particular. Yes. However, I want to take this opportunity firstly... Yes. Um, ...to mention uh, Mike Casto, who sent Dan and I a book... Um, that he wrote. And that's awesome. And he sent us an incredible letter that actually kind of re-inspired Dan and I to really get to on it. To start again. Yes. Actually. So we really have to thank uh, Mike for inspiring us to get back to our podcasting. And uh, he seemed generally, you know, interested in some of the things that we said and said he didn't agree with everything we said, but he really liked what we did and appreciated our efforts. Yes. And, you know. And that's the important part, Exactly. And, of course, it always feels good when somebody, you know, gives you a compliment like that. So yes. immediately I brought the letter to Dan at work with the book, and I said, look at this. And, and Dan, I was like, what? Dan read it, and he was aghast. I was aghast. With flabber. He was flabber aghast. I was flabber ass-gasted. Right. Yes. And so here we are again. Yeah. So thanks, Mike. We appreciate yeah. that. Yep. And we will get around to reviewing your book. So everybody else thank him as well. Yes. Uh, we and the name of Mike's uh, book is A Pondering of Principles by oh. Mike Casto. And uh, unfortunately, I haven't had too much of a chance to get into it yet. Uh, and But we will. We will, and we will review it. Yeah. Uh, one of the things... Dan and I are both painfully slow readers. Yes. And uh, one of the things that I'd like to mention is we are, <laughs> we are once again... Uh, changing our format. We are dropping our forms oh, on the yes. website because our website is a piece of poo. Um, dot easy is a piece of poo. Dot easy is dot poo. Yes, dot poo. And uh, we are now doing a Google group. Uh, so if you do a search in Google groups for martial arts stuff, ours will probably come up in there somewhere. Yes. Uh, but it actually what it makes is a um, what's the a news, news group? group. It makes a Usenet group. A Usenet group. And which is under um, Google Groups dot Martial Arts Stuff. I yes. believe it's Marshall Dash Stuff. Yeah. Marshall Dash Arts Dash Stuff. Oh man. That you got to that say. together now? Yeah. Is you everybody confused? Because I'm confused. Yeah. Oh, hang on. I'm going to do a search here real quick. Um, but the Google Groups is easier for us to keep track of. Um, it's a really nice interface, and it's reliable. And it's reliable. I yes. don't know if, you know, those of you who were up on our previous boards, eh, one day it's working, one day it's not. Right. I mean, it's just it's kind a of a crapshoot. Um, unfortunately, we're still going to be posting most of our podcasts off of our .easy account because that's where all of our space is. However, just so everybody knows, the Google Groups, um, in order to use the Google software to view the groups, you have to have a Google account. If you don't want a Google account, you can use any program that can... View and use uh, view Usenet. the Usenet groups, yep. which I think uh, Mozilla Foundation has one. Um, I would strongly recommend just getting a fucking Google account. It's yeah, a Google. lot easier. Who doesn't want a Google account anyway? Who exactly? I, I can't mean, what kind imagine. of a freak wouldn't what want a Google account? What kind of moron <laughs> doesn't want a Google account? Exactly. So actually, wait, wait, wait. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the the pitter patter of the feet of our last two listeners. All right. Um, so actually. If you do a web search on Google for martial arts stuff, you will not see it. But if you go to the more section and then to groups and uh, do martial arts stuff, it's right on the top. 
Okay. Does that make any sense at all? Right. So, so if you look hard ooh, enough, wait a minute, we'll wait a find minute. Us. No way, dude. Watch this. What? I'm gonna do a web martial arts stuff group. Booyah. Nope. No. Man. Do Google group martial arts stuff, stuff Google, Google group. group. Dan's testing his typing skills. G go go Lee B B. Google group. I think it's all one word, dude. Google group so, is one word. Here's the deal. Go to our links. We can just read the link to them. What are you talking about? Go click on the martial arts Google group. Oh, my us. God, oh, dude. Oh, man, you're killing me. Group. Oh, that went away. <sighs> Groups. See, dude. Search for martial arts stuff. This is good podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Our listeners are bored to tears. Martial oh, arts stuff. Martial arts it. stuff, baby. Oh, man. Four. We have four members. <laughs> Here's the members. deal. Groups.google.com. That's where you need to go. Yes. And the full link is way too long for me to even say. Yes. But it's groups.google.com. And then slash search for group slash martial dash arts dash stuff. I'll bet you. If you go to groups.google.com. <laughs> we are really beating the hell out of a horse right now, man. And you search for martial arts stuff, boom, we are number one. <laughs> All right, group, go to groups on Google and search for martial arts stuff. Yep. Simple, easy. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also have a Facebook group. So come and join our Facebook group if okay. you want to. Facebook's awesome, dude. Uh, yeah. It rules. Yeah. I played with myself to it the other day. I'm like, Facebook, you're so awesome. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think they call it Facebook? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that too far? Is that too much? Uh, I can never tell. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not really sure what to say about All that. All right. Okay, so there you go. There's our new oh, face on see. the web. Oh, shit. Okay. Podcast. So, so Dan's going to review a book yes. here if he cannot drop the, the iPod. iPod. Okay. Um, I was also sent something um, by... Uh, DJ Grant. Um, no, wait. Severe. Oh, no, that's the main character. Uh, I feel bad. This guy sent me this thing, and Come it's on, a Dan. really good book. Get your act together. It's good. I like it. Oh, dude. Okay. I'll figure it out in a second. Um, the book is called Keeper of the Arts, um, and I would recommend, again, doing a Google search on it and just do Keeper of the Arts, they actually have uh, a good section, a, a, a good bit of the book nice, online huh? available to read. Uh, so if you wanted to get a... Ah, Jackie Miller is the guy's name. Um, and you, sure it's, you sure it's a guy? No, I'm not, actually. Okay. I have no idea. Jackie could be a guy's name. Jackie could be a guy's name. could be a girl's name. Who knows? Could be a neither. Could be neither. Could be a hermaphrodite's name. Could be a, a space alien's name. It could be just a pseudonym. Could be a pseudonym. That's where I was going with neither. Could be uh, the name of a snail who I believe are uh, <laughs> asexual. Um, <laughs> so, okay, keeper okay. of the arts. Keeper of the arts. Uh, it is essentially uh, about. Um, a uh, the main character is uh, DJ Grant and his sort of journey through martial arts dumb 
uh, it has some sort of um, uh, mystical kind of fantasy um, elements to it. Is it based it. on a real person, or no. this is a fantasy book? This is a fantasy book, uh, and essentially, um, uh, you know, it's the old story of this guy is the one kind of thing. Ah. And I just I listened to a, a Geeks on not too long ago where they talked about the one themes. Um, so yeah, and I haven't finished it yet, but um, this guy is the one, and his his master or his instructor is actually uh, jumps him through time to learn from the greatest martial arts instructor through oh, history. Oh, awesome! And uh, obviously, he's done a ton of research on these arts, um, and the ones I've gotten through so far. See, it's been a while, so I'm probably not going to remember them. Uh, Taekwondo, um, Aikido, uh, ooh, those are the only two I can remember right now. But, like I say, it's it's cool because you get to read a story, but you also get to read history of these arts. And I do, I, and and I and I think he told me in an email that he did a ton of research on these. So I feel pretty confident that. It, it, so he tried to interject the be, history of yeah, these martial it, arts as they went along right, and them. Right. I mean, truth is a very ubiquitous thing, but I, f it, I get the sense that he did a lot of research. Um, and it's also neat to see, um, to, to have a writer put these sort of, these great masters in a real world setting and tell their story as them being real people. Right, because you always think of them as above and beyond real people, and you always think of them um, in their later years, before they, you know, I I never really think of like my instructor as a kid and what his childhood was like. Right, and so he kind of puts that in, in in that thing and the stuff. Number three, ooh, more beer, thank God. Wow, yeah, uh, it has. It um, it does slow down a little bit in a couple of in a couple of parts. Um, I think part of that is due to the fact that I'm a slow reader. So when it slows down for a, a hundred pages, that's like a month of my life. The reading slows down too. Yeah, because you're just like okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so and I haven't like I say I haven't quite finished it yet, but I w I would recommend it to to anybody who's interested in martial arts and you know there are very few books out there that are that are good sort of martial art novels yes so it's kind of neat to, to to read a martial art novel but who is, that is enough of that um uh what's his name what is his name and jackie go up and uh uh and Jackie and uh, who's Mike. that guy? Mike, go out and join the Google group so people can ask you questions and find oh, out how to get your idea. book and stuff like that. Steve, uh, Mushtak's friend, the writer, big writer. Oh, He's uh, writing Steve, yeah. Steve, Steve Perry? Other Steve. Steve. He's writing the... Barnes. Steve Steve Barnes. Barnes. Yes. Um, and Steve Perry, too. They yep. both write martial arts novels, so that that is another oh. source oh of yeah, martial arts that's novels. Right. The whole Man Who Never Missed series written by Steve Steve Perry. Yeah. Um, Stephen Barnes, Barnes uh, um, also includes a lot of martial arts in his stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's also writing the um, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Oh, is he really? He's writing the novels. Dude, no way. Yes. That's 
Sweet. Yep. So, anyhow, I just figured since you said it was tough to find martial arts-based type stuff, there's yes. some really cool things out there. The Man yes. Who Never Missed series, I've only read like two or three of the books. Phenomenal. Sweet. Phenomenal. Sweet. Um, well, I think that's about wow. it. I don't think we really had anything else specific to talk about. No, we didn't so have a specific uh, topic for today, just sort of a... Right. This is sort of a reintroductory episode. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Wet a little bit again, yeah. back into things. And, and at the same time, I, th I think that uh, we have had the interviews going. So, um, right. people have been releasing those every what? Couple, three months, something like that. One every three months? Uh, or one, one. Every, one every two or three months. Okay, excuse me. So, uh, hopefully not too many people have, have dropped off, but... All right. Um, well, I noticed we had a couple of people that picked right up when we moved over to the Google Groups. Um, yes. Well, and I sent out that letter right. to everybody that was on the forums before, although I couldn't... I think that some emails were dead, so I couldn't get right. those, but... Um, well, yeah. hopefully things will pick up again. I, uh, I think you said that the interviews went over well. They did, and we got uh, a lot of downloads on uh, Bobby's interview, which was Bobby Tabata. And that, I, I got to say, anybody who's only listened to that once, make sure you listen to it like two or three times because there's some good stuff in there. Yeah, so. that was a great interview. Yeah. Um, yep. It's always always crazy the people that I know the people that I've met since I've been doing this and I it's know. not like I even I mean I haven't really gone out of my way it's just I get invited to something I show up and lo and behold something crazy like that happens yes you know and somebody of his yeah. experience Bobby Tabata I mean he's right along there with your Remy Presses and stuff oh like yeah that. I mean yep. he's yep he's got that awesome story about Remy yeah 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 so there's a there's that um you know era of martial artists yeah you know some of it's getting up to the point where some of those guys are now getting to the point where <laughs> they're starting to you know to die i mean it sounds bad to say uh, it but yeah, it's true yeah, i mean yeah. we're losing yeah we got to record that slowly history. losing a line of martial artists you know yeah. in the next 10 years or so even more yeah and i think there's been a couple um of a really accomplished martial artists and unfortunately i don't know the names because i'm still a little green in that area yeah. but ha that have died over the last year or two and so we're slowly, some of that knowledge, yeah, is being lost. Yeah. So and it, I think that with, you know, it, martial arts is one of those things where, you know, I, I think when I'm at chance, you know, how much I have learned and how much I never will. Oh, right. And that... I mean, what do we got? I mean, if you're lucky, 90, 95, maybe 100 years on this planet. Right. No way you're ever going to learn even a, even well, a and smidgen of what's yeah. out there. It's just one of those things where, again, you know, talking about legitimacy of martial arts and the structures and stuff that, you know, I, I, I always think to myself, well, with, with each generation, um, there's, there's a bit that's left behind. And, you know, it might be modified for something new and something better. Uh, it just it it changes over time, and there's no way that um, I, and I think I posted it on the the form the Wing Chung forums on Facebook um, that you know while these factions of Wing Chung people are are arguing about which is the real Wing Chung, I can almost guarantee none of them are. Oh yeah, I can guarantee that with the exception of probably a handful of very specific techniques. It probably looks very little like it did when it was created, right. what, three or four hundred years ago. In my opinion, long it was. as well it should. 
as well you're it should. A martial yep. art that doesn't change is a martial art that's going to die out. Yep. Because you, your martial art has to change to suit your time. The whole idea, I mean, the UFC is a great example of it really is. how the art has to, has to progress. Yeah. And the people who didn't move along and just stuck to their guns and did it, yeah. they eventually just were beaten out of the game. Yeah. Because they wouldn't adapt. Yeah. Adaptability, I think, is a, is a key. I think so, too. It's not to say you can't have a root. You know, that, right. that that follows the line somewhere, right. but you still have to adapt. Yep. And and I don't th I think that that it's unavoidable. I don't think that, you know, I know for a fact that I am not going to teach what my instructor teaches me. It will be different in some slight way. And when you you know, when you say, Okay, well the art's gonna change by ten percent with every generation. After seven or eight generations, it's it's not gonna look a whole lot like it did when it started. Right. Um, again, you know, there'll be those handful of techniques or there'll be that core, but it will have it will have changed significantly. So Yep. I don't know where I was going with that. I think that's where you were going. But I'm sure when I play it back I'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> so Alright. Well I think that's all I, I, I got. I think that's all she wrote, folks. Uh yeah. You're stuck there. I'm stuck there, so. Just gotta pull that out. Hello. There we go. I'll whip it out. <laughs> Alright. Are we done? I think we are. Sign offs. Sign offs. Uh, I'm Dan, and um, uh, welcome back. That didn't make any sense. No? Maybe I've just had too much coffee. Maybe. See, and that's something for the people on the forums. That's a joke that you guys don't get who's not on the forums. You better go out there to the Google group. Oh, man. Alright, uh, I'm Sterling and my brain hurts. My brain hurts. I get it, I get it. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testicles. 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 Testicles.